Hi, and welcome to The Final Wake Up. I'm your host, Madison Palika, holistic health coach, certified HeartMath mentor, published author of a number one Amazon new release, and creator of eBooks and courses that help you become the best you possible. I am passionate about bringing light to a world full of darkness and confusion. After becoming deathly ill, as well as severely anxious, and having doctors give me no solutions, I had to find my own way to health. I was mind blown by the things that I was finding. And I became obsessed with helping other people find health and happiness outside of the system too. I'm here to help you become happy and empowered so that you can also live a life full of meaning. You will love the final wake up if you're ready to dodge the traps that this world has set for you. If you want more, you can head to my Instagram page at madison.polika. And now on to today's episode. I'm just literally in my bed it's morning I have not gotten out of my bed yet but I I've just been thinking about how like I have not been consistent at all with my podcast and I think it's partially because I've been like putting so much pressure on myself to have like really well-researched long episodes to look nice and have the camera set up and be able to put it on YouTube and all this stuff and just all these expectations I've been setting for myself like I just haven't been recording any podcast at all so I think that it'd be better for me to just like pop in with these short sweet podcasts that are just like easy and quick and fun to listen to then try and make it this like formal event like I don't know that's just so not me but I really just wanted to hop on today and record this because I've been reading this book called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Again, that's The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. It's by John Mark Comer. Comer? C-O-M-E-R. Take that how you want. John Mark Comer. But the little like subtitle says, How to Stay Emotionally Healthy and Spiritually Alive in the Chaos of the Modern World. So, little backstory, I sometimes post on TikTok, you can follow me there, but I posted a video, I don't even know what I was talking about, if I'm being honest, but I had, I think, two people comment on it and tell me about this book, and I was like, okay, that's so interesting because I actually was doing research into just, like, Christian authors a little while ago, and one of the top Christian books by a Christian author was this book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, and I saw it, and I was like, wow, that sounds like something that I would really like, but, like, I didn't want to buy it just then, so I saved it to my, like, wish list on Amazon, and then I got those two people's comments, and I was like, okay, like, maybe it's a sign, I should probably just go get this book, and I had been feeling this need, like, God had just been showing me my addiction and my dependency on things, So in my own time, I'd been watching videos on like dopamine and dopamine addiction and dopamine detox and resets. And I just was becoming so aware of the way that I'm, it's like I'm constantly reaching for something, whether it's my phone and social media or like a coffee or a soda or I don't know. It's like I always feel like I'm reaching for like something to fill 
to fill me up, I guess, like to fill my time or my attention. And it's like, I could tell that I had been struggling with just like being in quietness, which it definitely helps me that I have my nervous system regulation practice, like my breathing practices, which I teach in my coaching. Um, I should probably do an episode on that. I've totally kind of just like changed around my coaching program. I'm working now with like ex-New Agers and baby Christians who just like want to get really clear on like the callings that God's put on your heart and just have like the mental and emotional capacity to actually do it. You know, to like be in the spiritual practices and to dedicate time to this like God-sized dream or calling that's been put on your heart or your mind or your life. Anyways, so doing those breathing practices helps, but it just wasn't enough. I could tell that I'm literally addicted to technology. So I have been starting to look into ways to just like reduce my addictions. And one of the things is this thing called the light phone, light phone, light phone two. They have an Instagram. It's awesome. They call it going light. It's basically a phone. It's like kind of square, like the smartphone, like the iPhone, but it has just like a black screen. It's like a Kindle screen. Um, That's what it looks like. It doesn't have apps or email or internet or social media or anything like that. So it's genuinely a phone. Like you text, you call. I think you can get uh, navigation on it now, which is like something I desperately need. But I've just been looking into that phone because, like, I want that so badly. Just get this freaking iPhone away from me. And I just know that I'd be way more present that way. So all of these things, like, started to come together. I journal daily and I started realizing, like, I think that God is telling me to slow down. Like, I think God is literally starting this, like, new phase in my life where I'm actually kind of going back to, like, natural living I guess I could say, where, yeah, it's like, okay, less technology, less devices, like, I don't want a TV, I don't want to be spending time on my phone, I don't want to be busy all the time, or just, like, giving into these cravings and, like, fleshly desires and addictions all the time, like, no matter what that is, even if it's, like, small, harmless things, like, I don't like the control that has over me, and I just started noticing, like, okay, God's definitely taking me into something new. So I ended up ordering this book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, and I like don't even know who this guy is, which is surprising because I do like to do my research into people before I read their stuff because it's like, are they going to have an agenda or are they twisting scripture or, you know, anything like that. But I didn't do that this time. So once I actually got the book, then I went onto Instagram and I looked this guy up and I have this like note written in the front of my book just like explaining this series of events and what happened so I'm just gonna read this note that I wrote on the front of the book and it says in wanting to learn more about this author I searched him on Instagram and there I found a different page you know how it'll like pop down like the related pages I found this different page there one that I had randomly come across just yesterday it says while browsing through accounts similar to the light phone so i had looked up the light phone on instagram and one of their similar recommended accounts popped up and it's called like the way or like following the way 
maybe I should have looked that up. But I, I clicked on this account because I was just curious, like, what's similar to the light phone. I clicked on the account and I didn't really understand what it was or who it was. But I, I looked at it. I didn't follow or anything. And then I went back to the light phone and whatever. So then I get this book the next day. I look up this author and that same recommended page pops up that I had just looked at the day before. And it's literally this author's, I don't know if it's like a program or a workshop, but it's literally this author. So I was like, what are the freaking odds of that? So again, in my note, I'm like, yeah, and wanting to learn about more about this author, I searched him on Instagram. I found that different page that I randomly came across just yesterday while looking through accounts similar to the light phone, and it feels like confirmation. And I say, a new lesson in my life is beginning. One that revolves around presence, stillness, sustainability, quiet, peace, rest, dare I say femininity, spirituality, detox from dopamine, convenience and instant gratification i'm really excited to see where this takes me and i wrote this note of this this bible verse first thessalonians 4 verse 11 and just another little side note like i said i keep this journal every single day and I also do my Bible study right before I journal. So I have this little bookmark that like keeps my spot in my journal and I write down verses on it that are really meaningful or inspiring to me. So I have a few of them. One is like 2 Corinthians 8.11. It says, yes, you will be enriched in every way so that you can always be generous because I really want to be able to have enough. I feel like I can give to people. Another one is Galatians 6, 9. It says, so let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. And they're just like kind of inspirational things. But one I have like double circled on the bottom because it really, really has an impact on me. It's 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 11. And it says, make it your goal or your ambition to live a quiet life minding your own business and working with your hands and this verse is everything to me <laughs> even getting teary-eyed right now just talking about it so i had had that verse written on this little bookmark for a while now and i just read over these scriptures kind of like affirmations i guess i don't know just like good solid reminders i like to meditate on these verses so then i get this book i have this like synchronicity or this like meaningful coincidence that happens and then i write down first thessalonians 4 11 because i'm like okay i think god is really trying to put this verse in my heart and make this a reality in my life so i read this whole book guys it's absolutely life-changing life changing like my my intentions have shifted so much just from reading this book and he just talks about the way that like hurry and stress has literally overcome everyone's lives to the place that like we'll say that we follow jesus but we don't do anything jesus recommended things like quiet stillness solitude sabbath like a day of rest how many people actually freaking take that day of rest 
probably not many. Maybe you're guilty. I was too. My Sabbath was kind of just like the day that I did the work that I didn't get to during the week. Or like my to-do list that didn't have to do with my business. Like Sundays, I would do that and I would go out to eat or I'd shop or I'd do whatever. And now I understand like Sabbath, like God created this rhythm for life of six and one. A ratio of six to one where six days you work, one day you take off. Like that's the divine rhythm to it. That's what God did. That's what we should do. And I just, yeah, have like realized while reading this book how empty my spiritual life has been just because I haven't been giving myself quiet and Sabbath. And so I've been starting to like implement these new routines where, you know, one of them is just like getting away from the artificial things of life. So like artificial light, artificial time. Maybe that sounds confusing, but like for me, basically like I try to stay away from artificial time and artificial light. I don't know what better way to say that. So the way that I actually put this into action in my life is I will like use my phone all day. I try to use it less, of course. But once it gets to sunset, because like people used to live in rhythms, we would rise with the sun and go to sleep with the moon. And like we've totally gotten away from that because we have artificial technology now that keeps us awake. And so we used to average 11 hours of sleep, 11 per night, and now we average about seven. So imagine just the way that your life would be if you had four extra hours of sleep per night. And like that was the way that it always was until just recently. So once the sun starts going down, I try to turn in my phone. I literally put it on airplane mode, charge it, keep it downstairs in the kitchen. I go upstairs. I turn off my lights. I turn on any candles. If I'm not feeling tired yet, I'll read a book or study my scriptures by the candlelight. And then I blow it out and I try to go to bed. So then I'm going to bed around like 9 o'clock, 9, 9.30, 10 o'clock even. And since my phone is downstairs, I don't have an alarm. Which, you know, some people would be like, oh my gosh, what would I do without my alarm? I have to set seven to even wake up. Well, imagine feeling so well rested that you wake up naturally before your alarm goes off because you're going to sleep earlier. So it's like, I'll start to wake up naturally. Like I can see out my window, okay, the sun is like barely up in the sky. It must be pretty early And I'll literally wake up naturally, no alarm clock. I don't grab my phone. Scrolling through social media is no longer the first thing I'll do. But I genuinely, I just lay here for a little bit. It let myself even come back to freaking physical reality. Like I just have all these crazy dreams at night. I gotta wake up and like think about them for a second at least. And then I'll sit here. Maybe sometimes I'll stretch a little. And then I start on my daily practices. So I grab my Bible. I read until I don't feel like reading anymore. Then I journal. And then I read a book. And at that point, I'm like starting to get hungry. So then I'll go downstairs and then I'll check my phone. And it's like 9.30, 10, maybe 10.30, depending on how much time I've spent. So it's like I'm waking up naturally, probably around 8 o'clock. Yeah, maybe even earlier. And I'm taking my sweet, sweet time 
to do these spiritual practices and just have quietness and like time and stillness in the presence of God. And then I look at my phone. And like just that alone has been absolutely life-changing. And then another thing I do is like, like I was saying, Sabbath, I put my phone away for the whole day. I don't text anyone. I don't call anyone. I don't look at social media. I don't even think about it. And it is so nice. Like just the anxiety of knowing that somebody can get a hold of you at any given time in the day. And that if you don't answer or if you don't get back to them quick enough, they're going to be upset. Like having that anxiety hanging over you at all times of every day, just because you have this black square in your pocket. Like, no, (laughs) no, I don't want that. I don't want anything to do with that anymore. So on Sabbath, so my Sunday, you can choose whatever day you want, but my Sabbath, I enjoy myself and I rest, I sleep in, I lay in my bed, I sit there, I'll eat good food I'll go outside, sit there, (laughs) do some fun creative stuff like paint. Maybe I feel like writing or reading. Like I just get to do whatever the heck I want. I don't, I don't set any obligations for that day. And it's so nice. Like I just feel closer to God by doing these things. (sighs) So anyway, long winded way of saying that I read this book and it's freaking amazing and you need to read it the ruthless elimination of hurry but so I like wrote down this really meaningful note at the beginning about like I think that God is literally taking me through something new I'm so excited for this journey and I say first Thessalonians 4 11 and I go through the book like seeing if maybe he'll mention it somewhere go through the whole entire book nothing about it until the very end of the book And I'm going to pull it up right now because I definitely bookmarked it. Like, oh my gosh, of course. The final words of the book were my opening scripture verses. Let me find this if I even can. ASMR book, book page turning for a second here. Okay, yeah, so I'm just going to read these last few pages. Sorry about it. It's not like a spoiler or anything. But, so he says, If your journey's anything like mine, it'll feel like three steps forward, two steps back. That's normal, healthy even. The key is to keep at it. The tortoise, not the proverbial hare. When you err, just begin again. A year after I got back from sabbatical, I taught through Paul's letter to the Thessalonians. After three months of sitting in his short missive, one line in particular kept coming back to haunt me. Something about it imprinted on my brain. It's become my manifesto. Make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. And there it was. I like drew all of these hearts around it. I said, and there it is at the end of the book, 1 Thessalonians 4.11. And the author continues. He says, I'm struck by the juxtaposition of Paul's words. The word ambition next to the word quiet. Those two words sound like enemies, not friends. When I hear ambition, I generally think of hurry or its new synonym, hustle, and all that comes with a driven, careerist kind of life. I imagine the latest celeb entrepreneur or type A professional driven to succeed even at the cost of his or her soul. But Paul says we are to aim our ambition 
the pent-up energy and drive that we all have at some level, it's something else entirely. A quiet life. That's the goal. The end. The vision of success. A quiet life. Of all the adjectives on offer, Paul opts for quiet. Not loud. Not important. Not even impactful. Just quiet. And I thought that was awesome. So I go through the end of the book and he says, Will you remember there's another road, another way? Will you off-ramp onto the narrow path? Will you radically alter the pace of your life to take up the easy yoke of Jesus? And when you fail, begin again, this time slowly. It says, this book is both a question and an answer, but mostly it's an invitation from one invitee to another. Come to me, find rest for your souls. Speaking of Jesus, Jesus' words. He said, I say yes, you, here's to the easy yoke. And in big giant letters on the very last page of the book, we urge you, brothers and sisters, to make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. Paul in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 10 through 11. And I just thought that was awesome. It is such a good scripture. Like that really is the verse that's shaping me and my heart and my life right now. And like everything in me is gearing towards that. Like everything I do, I try to keep full of intention to lead that quiet life where I just work with my hands, mind my own business, and just peace and solitude. So I feel like I have a lot to say on this subject and I'm going to keep talking more about it just in quick little bursts of podcasts like this. Uh, Something I really want to talk about is convenience or more specifically purposeful inconvenience. Um, Just because, I don't know, like we live in this age where people are getting so weak because we have everything we need like at our fingertips and so I've been trying to do this thing where I purposely do things that inconvenience me just to build strength mentally emotionally physically spiritually everything like even things just as stupid as taking the furthest away parking spot and then I have to walk an extra like 50 steps and it's not that hard but like How many people want to park at the back? Like, no one really wants to do that. We're fighting for the parking spot up front. But so, yeah, I've been purposely inconveniencing myself to make myself stronger. So that's another thing I want to talk about. But yeah, guys, just read this book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. It is so, 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 so good. I'll read you the little back bio. It says, Who are you becoming? That was the question nagging pastor and author John Mark Comer. By outward metrics, everything appeared successful. But inwardly, things weren't pretty. So we turned to a trusted mentor for guidance and heard these words. Ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. Hurry is the great enemy of the spiritual life. It wasn't the response he expected, but it continues to be the answer he needs. Too often, we treat the symptoms of toxicity in our modern world instead of trying to pinpoint the cause. A growing number of voices are pointing at hurry or busyness as a root of much evil. Within the pages of this book, you'll find a compelling emotional and spiritual case against hurry and in favor of a slower, simpler way of life. 
John Mark Comer is the founding pastor of Bridgetown Church in Portland, Oregon, the director and teacher of Practicing the Way. That's that's that um, Instagram uh, account or page that I found. Director and teacher of Practicing the Way and best-selling author of The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry and four previous books. Much of his writing is focused on the work of spiritual formation in post-Christian culture. John Mark graduated from Western Seminary and has a master's degree in biblical and theological studies. Amazing book. Here's one last ASMR for you. I hope that sounded good. Thanks for listening. Um, If you're wanting to work together and add some of this slowness and some more of this more spiritual, intentional, like aspect to your lives, message me on Instagram. Let me know that you're interested. Um, I take a few clients per month. It's a six week program. We can talk more about it. We can just like hop on a phone call together. But yeah, so it's just been amazing. And I think that absolutely everybody should experience this. And just really, yeah, take up this easy yoke of Jesus in this chaotic, soulless modern world. So I love you guys. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Final Wake Up. I hope this episode sparked a flame in you to march forward in your journey for truth, health, happiness, and meaning. If you want to dive even deeper down the rabbit hole, go to my Instagram at madison.polika. There, I have so many highlights dedicated to spreading even more information and value. Or if you want to talk to me personally, please send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. If you love this episode, please subscribe, rate, and leave an amazing review. Bonus points if you share this to your story and write what you learned. Tag me in it so that I can connect and see how this is actually helped you. If you know somebody who would really appreciate this or somebody who desperately needs to hear what I talked about in this episode, please send this to them. Together, we can bring light to this world full of confusion and help people thrive. Thank you and see you next time.